0: Welcome to our brand new show. It's not that complicated, so listen close. We'll go through IMDB, reviewing all of an actor's movies. Blank spank, blank spank. Blank spank, blank spank.
1: Blank spank, blank spank.
0: Blank spank.
1: Jamie? Yes? I think we both know uh what the best city in america is where well, everyone in america would say this is the greatest city in america okay, okay. And I just, on the count of three i just want you to say it okay Right,
0: greatest city in america okay <laughs> you ready? You ready? You. You
1: ready? okay yes best city america all right three three two, two one. one los angeles <laughs> <laughs> okay
0: okay So I know. I, I think i fucked up i think i fucked Jamie. up Okay, no, I see where you're going. Absolutely, yeah. should have said New York. <laughs> I thought <laughs> you can understand. I thought you were building for something for this podcast for the film we're doing. But
1: I get what you're doing now. I've got the bit. I'm on board. I'm just- I've got the bit. <laughs> I'm just saying, Jamie, you know what? New York, all right? It's got the Stock Exchange. Mm, get me some game stonks, all right? That's It's great. It's got Hamilton. Does, does Los Angeles have a founding father saying, ah, greatest city in the world? No.
0: You're right. I should have thought about the words of Hamilton before I answered. I'm
1: sorry. Los Angeles has two things that's food and some of our friends, which means it's a city. And that's if what everyone likes about it, that it has yeah. food and some of our friends. So that means, Jamie, uh, for our British listeners to put this in context, Los Angeles is kind of like Bristol to us. We know people there I like Bristol. It's <laughs> fine. Uh, would I live there? <laughs>
0: I mean... I, I don't know I don't know who is more related or more offended the Los Angeles people are being compared to Bristol or the Bristol people are being pretty elevated up to Los Angeles status
1: oh, oh no I, I think the Bristol people should be the ones who are insulted here I, I, I prefer <laughs> Bristol to be honest um, right, right okay okay, okay fine okay. Pizza City, New York New, New York New York okay we should make a holiday now and we want it to appeal to international markets okay also American markets so, like, so no, we're making a no movie offense. I don't think you've said yeah yeah we're making a movie we're, not, we're making a movie jamie, <laughs> okay. jamie these producers they've come to me they've said i want some of your your trademark uh alan jamie witt all right okay. i've made this deal jamie this is how we're gonna break big we got netflix money right? yeah fuck you netflix oh shit money. we got fucking netflix money. shit we're not getting any points in the back end but we're getting <laughs> netflix money what's great okay uh, turns out when they bought, uh, it was in the kind of contract to get Knives Out two and three. In uh, the small print was, we'll also pay five million to make uh, the Al and Jamie Holiday I, movie. So I, I don't three, think five million is fuck you Netflix
0: money, but okay. <laughs>
1: well, Jamie, all right, Mister Big Bucks <laughs> over here, not satisfied with his cut of one million from our five million. Fine, be my guest. I'll keep it all for myself. Right on the can three, we're just gonna say the the best holiday. For America, which is not the Fourth of July or Thanksgiving, okay. those are those are two American. All right. <laughs> okay. Two, so three. Yep. Count of three. Three, three, two, two one. one. Father's Day. <laughs> oh my
0: fucking god! I'm sorry, no I quick. really thought I had the bit this time. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <All> right, <laughs> you know, Father's Day is really American, but everyone has it, right? Like,
1: I'm. Uh, I'm okay. just gonna go to the. I'm gonna go to Netflix really quickly. So I'm just gonna call the Christmas. Up okay uh, yeah just real quickly so it's new york christmas time all right you know it's kind of like fairy tale of new york but without okay. the slurs in it okay it's gonna okay. be great we could make a movie version of fairy tale of new york think about it without slurs we'll amazing it
0: with slurs. okay are you about to call someone live on the podcast because if boop, you are boop, i think th- boop, boop, okay boop,
1: boop, no you're not <laughs> netflix one sec bing, 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 bing. yeah hi mr <laughs> netflix i sorry jerry one second i'm just gonna yeah okay. we, we um it over, and it's gonna be for- uh christmas uh and it's gonna be new york i mean where what, what, else, what city is like do you associate with the holiday more than that like christmas time in New, york like almost like a fairy tale no uh, no without the slurs without the slurs <laughs> oh lo- los angeles you say okay well i guess we could do christmas in los angeles to be kind of like ironic you know because it's hot. a little
0: bit warm doesn't <laughs> snow that much
1: uh-huh. uh-huh oh you want you want us to do valentine's day in los angeles a city no one associates with romance okay okay right (laughs) well mr netflix you're the one putting five million towards this all right thank you very much jamie the movie has changed radically
0: (laughs) okay Uh, that conversation that you had with your calculator app seems to have gone poorly (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: are you done are you done yeah is is that is that the end of the last week i I got criticized for know, not no, throwing stuff no, to you and bit. i involved you in the conversation this time great bit, and then... great bit
0: i just didn't know when it was gonna end <laughs> and i didn't know when i could say hello and welcome to blank spank season two the hathaway Slash away the show where we're chronologically reviewing Anne hathaway's entire
1: imdb i'm jamie lockson and with me as always is my co-host al gillespie
0: say hello al
1: jamie if you could actually make a movie uh, set around a holiday in a city what would the duo be
0: uh okay, holiday and a city holiday and a city. Give me two seconds. I came up with my father's day specific uh I need to come up with a different one. What am I gonna go with? I'm going to go with uh, uh quit your nine to five i'm I'm gonna go with may bank holiday in Newcastle Ooh. think about it think about it. It's It's not going to be good weather because it's Newcastle in May, but it's getting close enough to that nice, good weather where it is going to be a bunch of sweaty men shirtless anyway. And they aren't sweating because of the heat. They are sweating because of just their poor, um, their their summer bodies that they haven't developed yet because it's Mm. May and, you know, you're not quite there yet. But they are insistent on making use of the bank holiday anyway. Mm -hmm. So that's the vibe I'm going for.
1: By June, they will be ripped. I mean, that's the important oh, absolutely. By June, they will be Greek gods. Have you ever been to Newcastle? Specifically, come <laughs> June, every man is just put on a six-pack and uh, pecs that could bounce bullets off them. Um, I, the one I think which is, like, underdeveloped is, like, obviously uh, Edinburgh, the city with the biggest uh, New Year's uh, street party in the world. Uh, you know, I'm surprised that no one's actually made that film. It's in Edinburgh Hogmanay. Eh? Um, well, I, I mean, you... I...
0: Oh, we're gonna get into
1: one of those let me tell you jamie i'm yep. surprised that a uk filmmaker hasn't made a movie set in uh hogman for new years yeah yeah there's, there's a there's a uk film industry jamie they can make films about scotland yeah all right yep and... all right you've not seen Angels <laughs> share jamie you not seen angel shares all right you're not gregory's girl that's also set in <laughs> scotland i think i'm not quite sure about that one ow the Proclaimers, the Sunshine of Leith Sunshine leaf, Leith Jamie Where I know, do you think Leith is Do you had think Leith is in LA because leaf is not in LA leaders We've
0: leaders had the Proclaimers argument And I would, I would like it known I'm going to state out loud I'm going to let this one lie I'm not going to say anything Al And I, and I think that makes me a good person <laughs>
1: i not going to say they...
0: no I'm not saying no Al I'm not saying all I'm saying, saying is I'm not...
1: Jamie I... there's a Marvel movie set in Wakanda Wakanda's not a real country Jamie maybe <laughs> someone could make a film in Scotland alright hey guess what guess what there's even some of Avengers Endgame in Edinburgh alright they can yeah, make no, me a romcom set at New Year's in Edinburgh greatest city in the world greatest city in the world there's not a musical about it Jamie but fuck musicals they're an American invention and they're capitalist and they're colonialist was the word I was looking for not really capitalist <laughs> they are capitalists too alright we both know Sonia Freeman we don't know Sonia Freeman Sonia Freeman you you could be a lovely person. I'm not going to say anything more about this. Don't sue me. Don't sue me. Don't
0: sue <laughs> me. Yes. All I'm going to say is yes, Al. I agree whatever you just said.
1: <laughs> so,
0: goodness gracious, uh, we're not going to do a lore-heavy episode. This this no, film has a good. lot. To, there's there's so much fucking going on in this movie. It's a two-hour rom-com, which makes me angry inherently off the bat. Uh, so let's try and make this a two-hour podcast. Uh, If you want to find out what's going on with this podcast, why we're reviewing uh, all of Anne Hathaway's uh, movies, and perhaps why there's been an apocalypse and how you might be one of the only people alive, please listen to, I don't know, episode 100 that came out a few weeks ago. Uh, Otherwise, let's dive straight into this because, yes, we've we've hyped it up enough. (laughs) Hyped it up enough. We are talking today about 2010's Valentine's Day. Now, what would happen if you were to take Love Actually... Uh, and instead of casting good actors, just casting well-known actors.
1: You're right on the money though.
0: And remove all of the heart and soul. Well, you might get uh, this film, Valentine's Day. And of course, before we get into talking about uh, a little bit of context about this film, it is our uh, favourite segment, Top Of the Bops, in which I tell you what was number one in the UK when this film came out to get you really into the mindset of of the zeitgeist when this movie was released, uh, unsurprisingly, on February 12th, just before Valentine's Day uh, of the year 2010. And Alexander, it is, of course, I'm no longer uh, editing in the songs anymore. You will have to sing them. And I'm sure you'll be able to give a fantastic rendition of this very appropriate song, Bad Romance by Lady Gaga
1: it's
0: very good i don't know why i tried to sing into in time with you there i know that even though i do edit this and try to make it as perfect in sync i'm just it's not gonna be and it's gonna sound bad anyway um
1: yeah this will kill you so Alyssa downloads her podcasts uh, when no. they release. Uh, okay. And that meant recently she got to Borat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which was notoriously the episode we put up and then took down the day of to re-put it back um. up. Because it was just like us, uh, the um, uh, Hanks-Fanks-Over Yep. Uh, Song was in the wrong place So she she was listening to it She's like does Jamie know about this And I was like does Jamie know about this And then I was like yeah Jamie definitely did know about this yeah, yeah, Alyssa no. just hasn't redownloaded this episode oh, Since like December uh,
0: I mean I, I like the idea That, that, that these podcasts just... Are just burning a hole In Alyssa's phone <laughs> For like four months Until she listens to them Anyway um, so yes a Very appropriate tune coming out uh, And uh, what Can you tell me, Alexander, about 2010's Valentine's Day? Uh, Or or maybe you could just take the next 10 minutes just reading the cast list.
1: (laughs) I mean, uh, I I could do that. Uh, Directed by uh, American auteur. I guess guess at this point he kind of is an auteur. Like he does his... Not really. He's not stylistically different enough. But, you know, uh, Gary Marshall, who has directed many of the movies we've watched. Yeah. uh, Yeah,
0: it's kind of... I think at this point, we will he will be the person whose work... Outside, of course, Tom Hanks and Anne Hathaway. The person whose work we've watched the most. Maybe Steven Spielberg might Spielberg just, pip, might be yeah, a, might just pip him. But it's a bit depressing that it's Gary Marshall and Steven Spielberg, Steven Spielberg. fighting for I, most attention on this podcast.
1: Yes, because I think Sp- Spielberg has done like five movies with Hanks. Yeah. And Gary Marshall, I think, only did the one, maybe two with Hanks. Whereas... So I think they might be equalling up at the top now, or person we've seen the most movies of. Yeah. Um, which is deeply hilarious. This film stars, and dear God, what a cast list. Jessica Alba, Kathy Bates, Jessica Bill, Bradley Cooper, Eric Dane, who, who's Eric Dane? Oh, he's a he P-Pace Sean Jackson this. Patrick yes. Dempsey, Hector, uh, Elizondo, Hector Elizondo. Hector Elizondo, of course, in every single one of Gary Marshall's movies. True. Uh, Jamie Foxx, Jennifer Garner, Topher Grace, Anne Hathaway, Carter Jenkins, Ashton Kutcher, Queen Latifah, Taylor Lorna, Taylor Swift. I mean, there's too many people to keep on going. Um, uh, it, well,
0: it, yeah, you're missing out. Julia Roberts. Ed,
1: so for, I, I said Julia Roberts. No, I don't think you did. I, oh, I, no, th- I'm you saying. Did I'm, say, I'm saying. No, you're right. I'm saying it in like order of whatever. Yeah, Julia uh, Roberts, Queen and Latifah, Ashton Kutcher, Carson Jenkins, uh, George Lopez, Shirley McLean, Emma Roberts, Julia Roberts, uh, her aunt, uh, Taylor Swift, and that's about. Yes. It.
0: Um. It extremely annoys me that they have both Jessica Alba and Jessica Biel in this movie and also the fact that they have Julia Roberts and Jennifer Garner. Jessica Alba and Jessica Biel just because they have the same name and it annoys me. Um, but Jennifer Garner and Julia Roberts, I'm sorry, they can cut between them directly on screen on this fucking movie and I'll still fucking confuse them. Check your fucking
1: colorblind privilege, <laughs> alright? What the shit? Alright, first of all, they are very different energies. Have you not seen Okay, I know. I was trying to think if I watched um uh Aaron Brokovich drunkenly one night with you. I think I drunkenly nope. watched Aaron Brockovich one night with Bennett. Uh you know what? She's a she's a have you not seen any not. like 13 Going on Thirty? No nope. You know? Jesus. Uh, All right, can't... Jamie, there are a lot of movies that you have a gap in knowledge for. They are very different people. They're just wonderfully different talents. And um I I'm sure, and they look very similar.
0: Um, and I will say that my girlfriend felt the same, so I'm not stating this as an exclusively Jamie opinion. Um, yeah, ridiculous cast. Uh,
1: and therefore, Alexander, how much did it cost? It cost 52, these... $52 million. Dollars. Now, fun fact that Jamie, that is only $12 million more than Love Actually cost, despite the fact that everyone in this is a much bigger star than the majority of the Love Actually cast. Like, I'm trying to compare. So if we compare these, like, one to one. Love actually has big actors. Don't get me wrong, big actors. It's got Hugh yeah, Grant. It's got Hugh Grant, Liam Neeson, it, La- uh, Liam Emma Thompson. Leeson, Emma but Thompson. they have to be cheaper actors than like... So for example, Julia Roberts for this film, where she speaks 215 lines, it has been quoted that she uh, was paid $3 million, but also received something like 5% of points in the back end, which meant means that she would have been paid around about $10 million for this film. Jesus um, Christ. Yeah, that's a lot of money. I think a lot of people doing this like... Literally, probably maybe one or two days of shooting. That is what I have to assume. Oh, yeah. that, like, 100%. 100%.
0: 100%. Yeah, excluding, like, Ashton Kutcher and, and Jennifer Garner, who sort of make up the, the main characters Pink, of this yeah. movie. Um, yeah, everyone else is in here for, like,
1: one or two scenes. They, yeah, they, they were in an out in a fucking afternoon. Um... Uh, other than that the film ended up making 215 million dollars of which it made about 100 million dollars of that in the u.s so this is very much one of those films which is a uh, u.s centric box office th- a thing like if you think about love actually love actually only made 50 million dollars in the u.s uh, mm. out of its 250 million dollar thing which means actually the majority of this money is made overseas so yeah um interesting difference i always find it weird how in a Amer- like american movies that make most of their money overseas or like that don't make their money back domestically but do make that money back overseas tend to be considered as flops so like pacific rim made a lot of money overseas but not very much money in america and therefore people tend to not think it was successful
0: yeah um if you are wondering why we continually are comparing this to uh love actually uh it is very much in the same style that they like the these are isolated stories that occasionally interlink um but it's it's functionally like five or six different plot lines much like um uh like love actually uh so it, it's really very much in the same vein uh if albeit uh not quite as successfully
1: yeah, it's, you know, they're, they're both really just rip-offs of Roshamon, so, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> I prefer the Japanese original, um, Celebrating Child's Day. Uh, yes, I mean, God, there's just... It's uh, time the, the, the movie was released, the casted one... Or, uh, have been nominated for 16 acting Oscars and you could not tell that no. uh, including 4 wins the, t- the nominations shared by actors, actors and actresses. Kathy Bates has 3 nominations Jamie Fox 2, Anne Hathaway 1, Queen Latifah 1 Shirley MacLaine 6 and Julia Roberts 3 it is uh, just way way too many people uh, pretty much everyone had auditioned for uh, a bunch of these roles I think Sandra Bullock turned down doing the uh, Julia Roberts role and said so she did the Blind Side. that paid off pretty well for her Yep. Um, Apparently, Taylor Lautner originally was auditioning for the uh, role that ends up being played by Turford Grace. Um, And those are pretty much all the fun films. This movie was critically panned. Yes. It got a real bollocking at the box office. Uh, And so I guess we come to our final uh, production fact, Jamie, which is, of course, uh, that for the last... How long I've been dating listen now? Seven, eight years. I've watched this movie for about every Valentine's Day uh, for the last eight years because this movie uh, is for me in the category of uh, spoilers. So bad it's good. So I, oh. I know too much of this. I know too much of this movie. Borderline off by hearts. Okay. Is disturbing. Uh, okay. So I'm not to- looking forward to talking about this movie then. Um. No, 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 Jamie, 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 that you think this uh, my feelings of this movie are based on anything other than uh, deep seated hatred that may be occasionally turned to apathy uh, is, you know, you gotta, you gotta, gotta go with the eye of uh, I hate this movie so much I love it. Oh, uh, but let's
0: okay. Um, so what we're gonna attempt to do, um, uh, despite Al's uh, <laughs> encyclopedic knowledge of this film, oh. uh, I personally oh. believe it would be unwieldily difficult to uh, try to describe it as the film presents it. Uh, we we have done Cloud Atlas before. Uh, it was thoroughly confusing, and I'm sure a horrible experience for everyone involved,
1: myself included. Uh, Alexander, can I, you have your can hand I make a? Can I make a pitch? Okay. we we'll see what Jamie's going to suggest, guys. Jamie's going <laughs> to suggest we go character by character, which I think is good, starting off with Anne Hathaway and then going for the rest. However, I was wondering, would it be possible if we describe all of Anne Hathaway's plot... Up to the point where it's like, will they? Won't they? Then inside the will they? Won't they? We just say what happened with everyone else, and then we say if they did or didn't for the Anne well, Hathaway. Thing. Well, 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 <laughs> Alexander, I don't.
0: <laughs> Do you think anyone is going to be under any illusions about whether there's happy or sad endings in this fucking movie? Jamie,
1: there's a lot of tension in the Anne Hathaway plotline, so we'll. You know, okay. We'll, okay. We'll get okay. It.
0: Fine. Right. Fine. Fine, Sweet we'll ass. do that. So, cool. um, it's gonna take us about three minutes to get through uh, Anne Hathaway's plotline. She's not in this movie a lot. Uh, however, her plotline is one of the more fun ones. Um, so the first time we meet her, uh, she is. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, oh, sorry. This film begins. Oh wait, wait, wait no! Before friendship. we even do that, Alexander. Before we even do that, we getting it all messed up. The movie's all confusing, and it's confusing us. Because before we do that, we of course have to do, uh, six degrees of Tom Hanks uh which is where the crazy, part where we connect this uh film to um other uh we connect this film to our erstwhile season one star tom hanks via uh movies which people have starred in together um so uh i can do this in one i can do this in one a couple times uh so i'll try and do it a different ways the when you do it I'm fairly sure I could re- remember I remembered one and then I thought of a more interesting one so my more interesting one is uh Kristen Schaal has a uh, small cameo role in this uh and Kristen Schaal is also Trixie in Toy Story
1: Oh that is a good one uh, uh the, the the two I was going to give is uh, Hector Elizondo is in uh nothing uh, is nothing in common So he is so he is that's a good one because he's in every Gary Marshall film. The other one, of course, is that uh, Julia Roberts is uh, in. Oh yes, that's the one. Um, yeah. Uh, Larry Crown.
0: Yeah, Julia Roberts is in Larry Crown. That's that's the easy one. Uh, and hey, we did we did three this week, and we didn't use Marvel once. <laughs> I did. Because yeah, we could. Because also, we we actually easily could have used either of our two easy touch, uh, touchstones, which are Marvel or Harry Potter. Because we've got could have gone Taylor Lautner to um, Robert Pattinson in Twilight to emma watson in uh in harry potter to of course uh the circle the circle i am considering banning both emma watson and karen gillen from all future versions yeah. of this game <laughs> karen gillen is they're too Ka- powerful they, just too powerful. Um, they are or, the nexus actors yeah karen
1: gillen um, in particular is just it, like she uh, by getting to Avengers Endgame, you unfortunately get into access with too many people you're not in a scene with.
0: You're yeah. just
1: <laughs> like you're just conceptually uh, there. Yes, yeah,
0: uh, Karen Gillan did not meet most of these people. Um, <laughs> anyway, so uh, Alexander, sorry, I interrupted you. but well, you're going to say okay. this film g- begins like all good film should, and then we're not going to do the beginning of the
1: film. <laughs> no, no, I know, but we're, we're going to. This film begins as all good film should, uh, with uh, central shots of LA uh, overlaid with the voice of Romeo. Minari. That's right, it's Los Angelino's favorite uh, radio DJ who normally does the midnight shift when people are having sex. But instead, for Valentine's Day, he's talking about the whole day. Romeo Midnight. Valentine's Day is for loving. It's everyone's most special holiday of all. Everyone celebrates it and is obsessed with it. It's a real holiday. We promise people, people care about it. Jamie, have you ever met anyone who actually cares about Valentine's Day? A lot. Uh,
0: i've not met anyone that does uh i've seen people post pretty egregious shit on on instagram and stuff uh but but i i don't think yeah, yeah i i'm trying to think do I, have i ever i've never dated anyone who has yeah uh, so, thank god um ah uh, i don't think i've ever met anyone who has i feel like i feel like i've met people who i think i i reckon i can get a vibe i think if i think in private (laughs) you're all fucking about valentine's day uh but i don't think anyone outwardly outwardly does
1: it uh no i mean yeah like i it's not that i judge anyone who cares or like who likes romance in particular i'm just always of the kind of opinion that like Wait the next day, buy chocolate cheap and have a fun... Like, you know what I mean? Like, I often use Valentine's Day as an excuse to book a nice restaurant the weekend after. To be like, mm. oh, this will be fun and we'll deliberately do this because it'll be easier to get a booking. But, like, it's fun thing to... Do around, I guess. I'm, I'm a strong believer that the same people who celebrate uh, Valentine's Day intensely are the same people who uh, get really fucked up for um, Saint Patrick's Day. Um, I, I feel um, it's like a similar vibe.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I've been, I've now been dating Alan for 20 months, which means we
1: have had two Valentine's days together. <laughs> you um, talk about that as though it's like, though like it's like a baby. A, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's 20 months. It's like it's okay to say it's nearly two. Like it's
0: that's yeah. That's okay, fine. yeah. That I, I was just trying to stop. It's less than two years, but I was just. Trying to establish that we've had two <laughs> Valentine's Days together. Um you can chew food now. Our
1: relationship, get out, eat solid foods.
0: <laughs> um, and I could I, I could not fucking tell you what we did for either Valentine's Day. I think I might I don't know why I've omitted that. Like I'm not immediately gonna get in trouble when this comes out in all like 12 fucking hours but um but no i i couldn't fucking tell you anything i've done um so yeah it, so it's let's... weird that this may, maybe it is in america but because you know america likes yeah. to corporatize everything and what is a corporate holiday if not valentine's day That's um true. uh but yeah it, it is strange that they they really are leaning into hey it's val as everyone loves the day so whatever
1: Let's kick into uh Anne Hathaway. yeah. So when well, we like, first meet her, she is with
0: uh, Topher Grace, who uh, people will know that from um, That 70s Show. Um,
1: sure. Jamie, I want you to imagine you woke up in bed with Topher Grace and how horrific that would be. Um, I did not say uh, Topher Grace is a person, uh, but I don't like this like post-That uh, uh, 70s Show like trend where they're like... Topher Grace is a rom-com man because Topher Grace, like a weirdly really ripped Tofa Grace Yes, I, w- I was going
0: good. to note on he, he's real, this is like four years after uh, that's MSTO ends he's in his early 30s now yeah. and he is really trying to make it clear I'm not that dweeb
1: anymore look at me, I'm sexy um the- they look like, this is the same for Grace that will be Venom or that was Venom that's creepy too and this is the same Trevor Grace the only good for Grace which is Trevor Grace is in The Ocean's movies where he's a douchebag
0: Yeah I I I or Black I I, I Black like I like Grace I I've liked a lot of performances he's done Hollywood should stop trying to convince me that he's sexy, because because he's he's not. Um, but he does have a nice bod. I will give it to him. He's done well. Congratulations, <laughs> Jamie. He has enough money that I'm not that impressed by it. I
1: find it. I find the idea that like you're just watching Black Klansmen and being like, well, he does have a nice bod. I mean, like he, he <laughs> is playing a Klansman, but damn that bod. I mean, um, it's, it's the forbidden fruit.
0: Anyway, uh, so yeah, Tova Grace is in his heart-shaped boxes. Heart-shaped? They've got a heart pattern on them. They're not heart-shaped. <laughs> I need to be clear. He's um, really accentuated um, his ass. Uh, completely like, shirtless uh, for the whole scene as Anne Hathaway uh, realizes she's late for work. It's sort of established there, like relatively early in a relationship. Um, you know, they, they, they be fucking, but like, they, you know. Yeah,
1: they're like a week in.
0: Maybe i, th- I think it's yeah a week or two i think later in the movie it says specifically two
1: weeks she, um yeah, but yeah i think they had been flirting around it and then like they'd hooked up the night before this yeah
0: um so she's late for work she rushes off uh, just as she's about to get into work uh she gets a phone call
1: yes and yes and as
0: as we will learn um she uh works as a uh, phone sex worker on a, on a on a phone sex line um, now, as someone who in the movie is very clearly trying to keep this secret, um, I would beg her to change her, <laughs> her fucking ringtone. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know why she has this sexy ringtone. Uh, but anyway, uh, so yeah, she picks it up and she starts, um, uh, you know, flirting with someone down the phone, um, and it's a little bit awkward because there's someone, someone, some neighbour coming by and going, "Oh, if, if you want me to get involved, I'll have to go and change." I'll have what she's um, having. Uh, yeah. Um, and that's it. We then later see uh, Topher Grace uh, is... He works in a mailroom uh, and he's with some of his mates. Uh, and his mates are like, Ah, oh, I hate our people send their flowers on Valentine's Day. Why can't they drop it off themselves? Um, which, I, I don't know... I, I don't think this is a thing. I don't think someone goes into the fucking post office and just drops off a bouquet of flowers. Like, flowers do get
1: delivered, but it they're, like, through specific services. Sure. But if... but if So, what will happen if you're in a big... So, for instance, they're working in a, uh, an agency in New York, right? Specifically, yeah. I think it's meant to be a sports agency. Um, oh, I've got it. I've, I've, I've immediately dropped...
0: figured it out. I've immediately. They're receiving the mail, not sending it. Got it. Yeah. Figured it out. <laughs> I've realized I always. like,
1: why are these postal workers just like really kind of like not wearing the uniform? I mean, they're come receiving on,
0: the just... mail. I've got it. Yeah. Okay. Um, anyway, so yeah, uh, Tova Grace, this is just a way for Tova Grace to be like, fuck, it's Valentine's Day. Shit. I've only been dating this girl yeah. for two weeks. Uh, should I take her to the cemetery? Um, and and his <laughs> co worker's like, uh, no, you probably shouldn't do that. Um, Anne Hathaway, I believe, works as a
1: temp. Yeah, she is either filling in for someone as a secretary or she's temping here. Yeah, but she's simultaneously but... temping and also at the same time doing her phone sex work. Yes,
0: this is this is, is the extreme. So her boss is Queen Latifah, who is great in this movie. I I like, un unironically, I think she's very good. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, she's at her desk being uh, like setting up, and Queen Latifah comes in and is like. Oh, God, she's so scared of the, the big scary boss lady. Uh, at no point is Queen Latifah actually a scary boss. She's extremely nice the entire time. Uh, but Anne Hathaway is scared of her. <laughs> um, it is then established. Now, this is the thing I really want to dive in on. I, I think it might be in the next scene we see her. But who fucking gives shit? Yeah, she's working for a 10-page see Queen Latifah's her boss. In the next scene we see her, she is on her work phone. Yeah. She is on her work phone, <laughs> work phone. taking this <laughs> taking one of these sex calls. Now... I what I <laughs> like <been fired>. yeah. <laughs> like it's... firstly, absolutely. So Queen Latifah comes out and and like oh nice accent or whatever because she does a Russian accent sometimes. Um, now firstly, she absolutely should be fired, one hundred percent. Like all one hundred percent. Sex, sex work is great work. Positivity, have no issue with that. But you shouldn't be doing it at work on your work phone. Like, secondly, how was how has this worked out? How has someone called her on her work phone? How did, has she given out her work phone or like online? Like that definitely should get her
1: fired. No, yeah, exactly. Like it, it got through to her boss. That it, it's God, not a that is. It also kind of like I love the setup is valentine's day is the busiest day of the year for phone sex workers
0: yes that's what's established later that's why she keeps on getting these calls because she does say she moonlights as a sex worker and i'm like it seems like she just has herself constantly <laughs> harassed like just constantly throughout the day at random points she'll just get a call but it's established it's because it is valentine's day unsurprising uh
1: so at this point uh Tofa grace comes back up to uh, her office is like hey uh I forgot it was Valentine's Day. Um, I know you must care about it because you're a woman, and therefore you really care about this. Despite that, that you haven't mentioned it at all, of I feel like an idiot. Girl, I'm a dum dum. Let's go to this fancy uh, hotel and let's have some uh, like let us let, have a nice dinner and then go to the Hollywood Cemetery afterwards. Um, fun fact: that hotel is the same hotel, uh, Hollywood uh, Wilshire. Uh, no, Hollywood Wiltshire? Yeah, it's the one in. It's the one that's also in Pretty Women. Um, yeah which I do find uh, funny. Um, we then, then go
0: to... Yeah, we don't see them for like 40 minutes in the movie's runtime. Yeah. Uh, it's are, now evening. Yeah, it's now evening. They're at dinner. Uh, he's booked this last minute, so they're crammed in uh, literally like it's like benches and like people yeah. directly either side. Totally not COVID safe. Ridiculous. Come on, guys. Sort out.
1: Come on. Come on. Come on um, it's not going to happen for another eight years, but come on, guys. Get your fucking safety uh, up.
0: But yeah, so uh, Tova Grace... Yeah, they're having a little bit of fun. They're having a good banter. time. They're
1: flirting. There's one couple next to them who are like just making out. There's one couple on the other side of them who are just like arguing aggressively and also wheelie flirting with Anne Hathaway. But so for Grace Anne Hathaway, they're having a good time. However, Anne Hathaway just had a phone call again. Change your phone.
0: Just change it. Just change it. Just why would yeah. you not change it? Um. Anyway, yeah. So she's gone for it. She she like picks leaves and picks up the phone and is like okay, Vladimir, we're going to make this hard and fast. Um, And... uh, 40 minutes later, like she goes
1: out and then seemingly it was light time when she went out. And then by the time that Topher Grace goes to find her, it's dark, which means that it's been at least 20 to 40 minutes.
0: Look, okay, Vladimir just, he takes a little while to get his rocks (laughs) Um, uh, And then, uh, yeah, so Topher Grace comes out and finds out and catches her uh, and initially thinks that she's like, like calling a boyfriend or something and and yeah. and uh and it's a little bit upset uh and she instead goes uh, no no I I moonlight as a sex worker I, I moonlight uh doing doing phone sex because I have a uh, huge debt from my poetry degree uh and no one will fucking pay me so I'm
1: poor and I need to earn this money um is this where you wanted to well yeah so basically just before it happens the last thing that happens basically is uh uh, she's like, I still like you, and do you wanna, like I want to hang out with you. And Trevor Grace is like, I don't know if I can afford it. And then she's like, Well, fuck you, and then leaves. That's the yeah. that's the dramatic tension. That's the so. Ooh, what's gonna happen yes. to the two of them? Um,
0: now, now so I this- should I should say that, like Grace seems like a really nice, normal guy up until this point, and this reaction is
1: really out of character. I, I really don't get why he's <laughs> so angry. <laughs> I think he plays it okay, which is that he's like, well, like. It's a his the 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 defense of it I will give is like if you had been ditched on a date on Valentine's Day and it turns out that it's because your partner is doing sex work that would be like he gives a glib snarky comment yes that is meaner than and, and and someone who often or someone who has historically made glib snarky comments or done dumb reactions which are meaner than they intended yes I, it, like I th- I think you do.
0: You, you sort of made it seem like he does it. He does immediately go, sorry, I shouldn't have said that. It was a little bit of an overreaction. And she still sort of walks away. I, I can get that. I, I don't think it's made clear that he's angry that that she's done this while they're on a yes. date on Valentine's Day, Cause, which cause I cause think would be more, more than... reasonable. He yes. seems more angry just that she is doing this work, which, again, I just... Like if, even in like even in a regressive sense of not having positivity for sex workers,
1: like it's the most non-committal sex work you could possibly yeah, do. It, like, it, yes. um, it's um, uh, and so Jamie, uh, it's probably good uh, to mention this here. Uh, as a twelve-year-old boy flicking through the pages of Enemy, uh, I uh, there'd always be at the back these uh, adverts. For, yes. for you know, people to call. And I, and yeah. I, and I was 12 and, and I was nervous and I had, a, I had a pay-as-you-go phone and I thought, what the hell? I'll give it a try. Oh so my I God. And at the beginning, they're like, are you 16? And I'm like, yeah, I'm 16. <laughs> and they go, okay. And they put me through to someone. And the person's like, hello. And I'm like, hi. <laughs> and they're like, uh, so what do you want to do? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> what do people normally do? And she's like, "Are you 16?" And I'm like, "No!" <laughs> and I hang up. Never did it again. That was the oh, entire. That's my entire phone sex story. Oh, I'm so glad
0: that ended where it did.
1: <laughs> you <Yeah>. didn't <laughs> no, inadvertently
0: force someone into a crime. <laughs> 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 oh, thank goodness! Oh, fantastic! Amazing. Anyway, so. Let's focus on uh, so that we're gonna leave we're gonna leave you on ten to hooks dear listeners. Ooh, <laughs> what's gonna happen? I guarantee you it's not gonna be what you think. So so we, I, we, I we because this is we- where
1: I thought yep. you were talking about my story, and I'm <laughs> my story has nowhere else to go. Um, Did no. I get his rocks um,
0: off? Because this is the only... All of these li- uh, storylines do so- vaguely intertwine in some interesting, some non-interesting ways. Uh, but up until this point, Anne Hathaway and Tova Graces has not at all, uh, and it is about to. Uh, so we do need to uh, explain some of these other plot lines. Let's start with the, the main plot line, which is uh, Ashton Kutcher, Kutcher and, and, and-, and Jennifer Garner. Now... I would say one of the very good things about Love Actually is you can't really point to a main plot line. Like, there's 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 some more major ones than others. Yeah. Uh, but, like, you could say that Hugh Grant's plot line is one of the more major ones, are, but I think it would be very
1: unfair there to like, Yep. Yeah, it, it, you're completely right. In Love Actually, there's no necessarily, like, through arc, partly yeah. because it's, like, it's about the march towards Christmas. Yeah. So, like what is progressing the movie is time more so than like narrative plots. Like time moves forwards and with that relationships sort of, we are watching relationships develop and then as the movie gets into its final, like final third and things begin to tie together, you basically have it where it's, the the Christmas show is the thing tying things together, right? Like everyone shows up for the Christmas show and that kind of like ties some the narrative threads together. But you're right, there isn't a main plot. Whereas it here, there sort of is in that like, there is one, character who gets more time than most people and that's uh, ashton kutcher who plays a florist uh, in la obviously uh, being a big day for florists valentine's yep, day absolutely. it kind of makes sense um, he loves uh well he loves jessica alba at yep. the start of valentine's day and proposes to her yes Such that, that is
0: i think the very first thing that happens they roll out of bed he yeah. proposes um <laughs> Uh, Ashka, all of Ashley's friends suck uh, yeah. because every person he meets for the rest of the day is like, oh, did she say no? Yeah. <laughs> They're all just assuming that. Uh, so, George Lopez, who's like his, his best mate and, and I think his neighbor, no. No, no, yeah. he works for him. He works. works for him, yeah um uh are all, it's just oh come on come in lad let's, let's give, me um, give me a hug give me a hug Jamie
1: came up to me is like uh yeah so Al, I proposed and I was like I'm really sorry oh, I'm mate i really man. didn't even <laughs> let you finish. I'm just like really sorry really sorry Jennifer
0: Garner who uh is a person who's been friends with for a really long time um yeah. comes he's into the the uh, is a teacher comes into the flower shop and equally is just like are you okay? And he's like, yes, I'm fine. She said yes. Um, so they're all dickheads. Um mm-hmm. The functional, important sort of inciting incident for uh, for this. You know, Ashton Kutcher, is busy. It's flowers, whatever. Uh, Jennifer Garner,
1: she's a teacher. She's busy. Um, yeah. Jessica Jennifer Alba. Garner is... Uh, Jessica Alba. No, it's, it's, you know, you're right. This is, yeah, you, know, you are right. The inciting Jennifer incident, Garner is dating Patrick Dempsey um uh, yes. Dreamy or McSteamy which one I don't know did I watch that TV show yes a little bit a little bit 10 episodes back in 2005 what a good time anyway uh she's dating him he's a heart surgeon it's Valentine's Day but he has to go do heart surgery off in San Francisco or so yep. she thinks because yes. it turns out he's not divorced like he's claiming he's still married he's that's still where married, the man wants to kids. be a bigamist yeah
0: uh so yeah he's he's uh having an affair with with Jennifer Garner yeah uh, and she doesn't know that she's Um, the other woman ashton kutcher encourages her to fly to chicago not knowing this and Chicago, uh, San Francisco. san francisco Um, Francisco. Uh, fly out there and meet him it'll be romantic as valentine's day cool uh now does the jessica alba thing happen first or does ashton kutcher find out i think he finds out
1: first so they're basically there are two things jessica alba comes into the shop jessica alba's like uh not wearing the ring and ashton kutcher's like we're not wearing the ring and she's like oh i just you know i just want to keep it secret for now uh, what, you told everyone? And he's like, yeah, I told everyone. We're getting engaged. And she's like, oh, I just want to keep it low-key. And he's yeah. like, I can do low-key. I'm, I'm super low-key. Um, at this point, Patrick Denty comes into the shop Uh, and uh, Ashton Kutcher puts two and two together. He's like, oh, you're my friend's, uh, you're my mate's boyfriend.
0: He does not say uh, this
1: out loud, but... Sure, but in his head, you he can gonna put two yeah. together. He sees the names because the guy's like, "I want to send two sets of flowers because this man is a player." Yes, and, right? and and he's he's
0: like, "And you know what I mean, right?" And Ashton Krish is like, "Yeah, I, I know what you mean." And then Ashton, and then twenty seconds later, Ashton Kutcher very clearly did not know what he means because <laughs> <laughs> he goes, "Oh, so this would be your wife because she's got the same surname as you." Yes, you. that's right. And and this Jennifer Garner or whatever her character's name is. That would be your girlfriend. <laughs> and the guy's like, "Who you say you had a fucking code for this, my guy?" Um, but yeah, so basically, he finds out. So sure. he races down to the school uh, yeah. and is shit. He's really bad. He's rubbish. He's like he. Just- I get that it's difficult news to deliver but he just yeah. can't do it he just can't deliver the news and she's now, like I'm going to go down there I've got tickets booked and to, be, like, oh, to be fair Jennifer
1: Garner's like giving the weirdest <laughs> humble brag speech where she's like you know things are going to change because your girlfriend is skinny and just like doesn't like having fun unlike me despite the fact that Jennifer Garner is skinny like and she's like well you know like what if you want to have fun and like we're best friends but we're- that's not going to change just because we're boy and girl and are both now romantic relationships boys and girls can be friends and don't worry I'm the girl next door I'm the girl this, secretly this, of your dreams yeah. But don't worry, because Paddy Dempsey is a man, yeah. and you're a boy. And and
0: don't worry, we have already hit two cliches. Or uh, in in love of I'm I'm dating someone who uh, doesn't, who is actually secretly married, and you're engaged to someone who's getting cold feet. But don't worry, there's going to be no more cliches. We're absolutely not going to fall in love as best friends. That would be ridiculous. We we're going to stick it to two
1: cliches and sure. no more. So she, so Ashton Kutcher wimps out and doesn't tell her that yeah. uh, her boyfriend is cheating on her. At this point, uh, he goes home. He to think uh, drop off, give, drop off some flowers or grab something from home. Uh, he then sees Marley, who uh, Jessica Alba. Uh, Jessica Alba's then like, "I'm leaving," and yep. is packing her bags. Uh, yeah, she, so he's basically, like, what? yeah yeah he's a understandably a little bit confused they live together um it's terrible uh, this will yeah. be the worst fucking day and yes. he's like we don't we don't have to get married and she's like oh no i mean my i like turns out my first calls after this were to my work to confirm my meetings um yeah Glad i realized i should have been,
0: been thinking long term but i wasn't and i'm sorry um uh, so, yeah, she, 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 she leaves an insult to injury, uh, takes the, the dog. dog as well. Ashton Kutcher is like, oh, come on, boy. And the dog just firmly plants himself next to Jessica Alba. <laughs> this guy could not, this imagine, dog sucks.
1: Imagine if you and Ellen broke up and she was just like, Miles. And Miles was like, sorry, Jamie. <laughs> and <Miles was> like, <laughs> No, like a sex thing, just as a like dog thing. Mars is just like, wow, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, she gives me treats. Uh, so, um, um, so
0: we've obviously hit so many cliches. So what's going to happen next? Ashton Kutcher is going to chase Julia. Uh, it's going to chase Jennifer Garner to the airport. So once someone um, watched
1: Love Action, went, well, what if we move this to, to the, the end middle of, of act the film? one? Okay, <laughs> I like it. I like it. Let's move it into the... Yeah, you're right. Let's put it and, in the middle and, of the and movie. And
0: let's make it not like... Uh, a cutesy little kid, like, de- de- declaring his love. Let's instead make it goofy Ashton Kutcher who's oh, miscast in this one. There's wrong.
1: also some confusing things where um, Ashton Kutcher takes off his shoes, but uh, yes. also takes his socks off. Yes. In a, in a confusing moment. Which yes, is a so he's going point, through security.
0: You know? He's taken stuff's taken too long. So he just bolts it. And for some reason, he's taken off his socks as well. He reaches her. And here we have an extremely confusing conversation because he basically just says, look, he's married he's married okay he's married like he's married i'm sorry he came into the shop and jennifer garner just basically goes i don't believe you she has really no reason to not believe him at all her argument i basically she eventually finds out that that he's uh he's been like look i've i've just been dumped by by jessica alba uh, and everyone else seems to know that we shouldn't have got married and no one told me so i'm doing what I'm doing what no one did to me which is tell you again completely different situation you're not telling her that you know they're just not right for each other you're telling her that the man she is yeah. dating is married and Jennifer garner just seems to go oh
1: that's really sucks okay I'm gonna get on this plane yeah. why we why, then... why did she not believe him it makes I... no sense plot plot we then get to you so we're gonna we're gonna wrap this bit up we then get to the most confusing part of the entire film, which uh, it's just insane. In which she flies to San Francisco. That flight takes about uh, an hour. Yes, and ten. you were going to the right.
0: timeline, and you. you. Okay,
1: yes. this is so confusing. That she leaves maybe. Okay, we're gonna say after work on Valentine's Day. Yes, she absolutely she absolutely, right? she absolutely it's leaves off be after work, work. She was at She's school. a teacher, right? So yes. let's say so public ma- school yeah. Teacher. maybe three o'clock. three. Three. Maybe takes like half an hour. Let's say an hour to get to LAX. Well, maybe not even LAX. Whatever the local. Let's say LAX for whatever reason. She gets that four. She then flies to San Francisco gets at probably about 5, 5 5.15, all right? Drives to the hospital. You're you're being really generous because that means she's She's just gone straight onto the plane. We're saying straight through. 5.15 gets to San Francisco uh, domestic lounge. Goes from the domestic, a a bit at San Francisco, to the hospital in San Francisco, which is like okay, sure. So again, Come we're on, being most, very generous. Most, saying, no, most
0: airports, most airports in major cities are not anywhere near the actual the actual
1: city. Let's say at least forty five minutes. I'm gonna, like, uh, I've 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 been to the San Francisco airport. I'm gonna yeah, 40, let's say half an hour to forty minutes, top, uh, like minimum. Um, so so at this point you're getting to okay, you're getting pretty. So we said what four? Uh, to, for Christ, th- uh, ends at three, gets there at four. Playing four to five. This is now like half five, four, five 45. All right. You're thinking, okay, that seems reasonable all the time. Uh, this is crazy. It's at least probably six. And she goes to the front desk. And she's, at the front desk, she's like, Oh, can I speak to Patrick Dempsey? And she and the person's like, Patrick Dempsey isn't here today in San Francisco. He's in LA. And she's like, Is Patrick Dempsey married? And at this point, the nurses look at each other. The elder nurse gives a nod of approval. And the other yes, nurse yes. is like, he, he and his wife are celebrating their 15 year anniversary tomorrow and uh, she's like what a fool am i and the elder nurse comes over and goes uh john's garden seven o'clock i think it's like seven o'clock seating or no, early seating now, this uh, yes is uh, yes very this is specifically says early seating early very seating. specifically says early seating now this is fucking insane right Because two reasons. One, it's not like this is there in the L.A. hospital where you might specifically say, oh, you have a Valentine's Day, I'm going to this restaurant at this time. Because maybe you do, maybe it's that day, all right? If you were in like an L.A. hospital, I would forgive you for this kind of plot contrivance. But this is in San Francisco. This is in a different city. Even if I worked there, why would I be telling them the specific seating I was at? And and not on a
0: day where he's been working. He's not been there that day. He's not been there that day. So he's told them days in advance, I'm going to this restaurant in a city you don't live in. At this time, it's... I'm getting there early because there's an early bird special.
1: Nurses are not their fucking secretaries. I don't know why the hell the nurses would okay. just know they're... But then, uh, Jennifer so Garner... Then, so this is... That's like six... That's got to be at least 6.15, right? High tails it, it
0: back to the airport. So, so, it, saying, so we don't see minutes this. back... We don't see any of We're this. From an here, hour flight yeah. takes us
1: to eight. We've the early seating for any restaurant in America. Here, we then got okay. So let's say it then takes from eight to nine. In theory, she has this dress just in her like backpack, yep. which again is weird, but sure. She then gets to the restaurant, and again, I would argue this would take to at least the, uh, nine o'clock, eight thirty, nine o'clock, which is no longer the early seating. It's just the regular seating for a restaurant. She then persuades the uh, uh, the make of the, major d the restaurant to allow her to dress up as a waitress. Patrick then gets there for the early seating. They're getting the specials read to them, despite the fact that it's nine, like, nine o'clock. And again, this is someone bought every return. She didn't have a return flight. She didn't have a return. She, she had to buy a ticket. She was going to, to get, return the next like, day. You,
0: you have been so generous, you have not given any waiting time in the airport. No. She has walked straight through right onto through. the runway in our timings. This is bloody insane. And so, yeah. Then, so, yeah. She, she manages essentially between three o'clock. To to sum it all up, dear listeners, in case we made that a little bit too long, between three o'clock when she finishes work, she manages to fly to San Francisco, go to a hospital, return, buy a ticket, fly back to L.A., go to a restaurant and apparently arrive in time for early seating.
1: Seating. Sure. I get it. I get it. I get it. Hey, movies are real life. But also, this is the most infuriating one of movie yeah, for me, and I don't know absolutely. why. Um, um, so, so while there, she then reads uh, out a bunch of like, aggra- you know, aggressive specials to him and his wife, being like, there's a lying, cheating, suckling pig who's an absolute arsehole, and we're going to shove its hot- cold, dead heart up his ass, and then we're going to punch it. And then she leaves. This is weird, because to be honest, I would just tell the wife that he's cheating. This, I feel, leaves too much ambiguity for his wife not to dump his ass.
0: Yeah. Absolutely, uh, yeah. It, very confusing, um, and again, uh, yet another cliche. Yet another cliche: the dramatic at the restaurant with the with the other woman um, accusation. Uh, so yeah, she. What,
1: what, what movie are you? What cliche? That's, abs- what abs- that's absolutely
0: that? a cliche. What? I'm sure they... I've seen that before. Turning up okay. at the restaurant where you're, are you seeing your man at okay. a restaurant y- where y- he's yeah, with yeah, another yeah, okay.
1: man? Sure, sure. And with, another man, the, with another man, with another, with someone else. That, sure. Yes. The dramatic, the dramatic turn at a restaurant where you come and get your avenger at a restaurant with the man's with another woman, less so, but sure. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Um, So. At this point, she then goes to uh, another plot line, which we're not going to bring up because who cares. But, like, she goes to an anti-Valentine's Day party uh, at an Indian restaurant where they beat up a heart uh, and get real drunk with Jamie Foxx. That's fun. But, again, there's too- you're right, Jamie. We- we're we not going to do all these plot lines because it would take too much time. And they're not important. But uh, she then goes uh, after that to see and Kutcher. Uh, they kiss. They're like, eh, that didn't quite work. All right? You know, it wasn't quite there. Uh, and then they kiss again. They make out, and then that's the end of the film. But okay. we're going to go back in time a little bit to earlier in the day to a plotline that makes sense chronologically, and that's after two for Grace's sh- uh, sex no. shames. Uh, okay.
0: Well, so shall we quickly do Hector Elizondo's? Qu- we we only need to do the yes, last cause we, third yeah, of his plotline because yeah. it's related to this. Okay, so Hector um, Elizondo has is a shitty uh, kid. All right, Has, yes, a, shitty has, grandson, has a shitty kid. Has, He's, city grandson I, I
1: mean, he's this is my least favorite child actor in the world and I'm not blaming you child actor I'm cu- blaming the people who cast you in a film um, when you were that precocious we, c- we can do
0: that we can do his plot like the chart so that he's the grandfather to a child who he's throughout the movie you're precocious. made to think is going to give uh, flowers to one of his classmates and he keeps uh, he keeps on ordering flowers from Ash and Kutcher and he wants once flowers to arrive the, they don't arrive and he's it. really stressed about it because he wants it to all go well um, but uh, it turns out he actually wanted to give the flowers to uh, Jennifer Garner his teacher because yeah. he's in in love with his teacher oh isn't that cute she says oh maybe you should give them to uh to uh your maybe friend over there who's, who <laughs> maybe you should give them to your friend over there because i know she likes you and we just all happen to be in this indian restaurant right now <laughs> it's really convenient um uh so he ends up going with the little girl anyway oh. um so he is uh hector elizondo is that person's grandfather uh yes. emma roberts is their babysitter uh, yes. For this and child, Julia Roberts
1: is his daughter, but that's no. You know. Jul-
0: oh yes, Julia Roberts is his daughter. We might very briefly touch on that. Anyway, um, he's chatting with Emma Roberts, who wants to have sex with sex her boyfriend. Sex with her boyfriend, for yeah, sex with her boyfriend on like, Valentine's like, Day. Yeah. It's a fun little plot line, It's pointless. It doesn't really come out much. Um, but he's saying she's like, "Oh, you know, what am I gonna do?" Emma Roberts is like, "What am I gonna do? Have sex with one person for my entire life? Who does that?" And Hector Elizondo goes, oh, "We did." And then. His, His wife has like the worst shit. fucking poker face in the world, <laughs> and Hector Elizondo is an idiot. So this is where this plot yeah. line kicks off. Basically, yeah. she takes him to the other room, and and, and he is like really smiling, yeah. going, "Hey, how's it going?" And she's like, we're all, "So, she's so not, he's like, not seeing
1: at all where this is going."
0: Yes, not seeing. Uh, it. She starts like, it off by saying, I, yeah. "You remember how you were gone for really long?" And he's yeah. like, "Yeah, you great."
1: You... Also I wanna throw this out here, but uh you keep that secret for that long, you take that secret to the grave. Yeah, you so set, you either out, tell it in the first ten years or you take it to the grave. Yeah,
0: she had an affair uh, while he was away at war, or something, or away on work, or something like that, for a long <laughs> yeah, time, uh, with with Hector Elizondo's business partner. We never meet this man, but it's a detail that I think, again, makes it even more egregious that it was with his own business partner. Um, but yes, yeah, she, she says she had a short affair, but she, you know, she was wracked with guilt, and she really wanted. To, they were renewing their vows relatively soon, and she was just really she had to get it off her chest. And Hector Elizondo doesn't really scream or shout, but he leaves. He's like, I'm
1: just okay he leaves i need some space yeah he needs some space enough. under fucking,
0: under fucking standably um yeah. so uh he this is where it and then ends times with topher grace topher grace has turned up at the uh hollywood cemetery the hollywood cemetery where they're uh, showing a film uh he was going to go there with anne hathaway after the restaurant but he's there by
1: himself um Hector wants to go in but Hector doesn't have his tickets they always yeah. go but he didn't bring tickets this time i'm not quite sure why yeah uh
0: so and goes, I, i've said, I've got he's okay I, I want to draw this picture because it's mental what happens there's a huge queue outside huge queue outside this lady says you can only come in if you you're pre-booked you you, you need to have a ticket then topha grace c- turns up skips the whole queue says i've got two tickets and they okay great and they go in together this lady then goes Right, we're sold out! Which, <laughs> you were all clearly already sold out because you didn't just sell a fucking ticket. Why are all these people waiting in a queue? Um, anyway, so they go in. Uh, and Hector first uh, Firstly, Topher Grace again, has a weird asshole turn at this point because he just goes, I'm having the worst Valentine's Day ever. I'm like, are you? Like, yeah. even, even if... I could get along with you being angry with Anne Hathaway for no fucking reason. It's you just like you uh, fucking dating someone for two weeks. Yeah. Like what the fuck are you on about? And Hector Alexander is like, oh, let me fucking tell you about it. Um. And and uh, yeah. At this point.
1: Shirley Deville shows up and yes, yeah, uh, yeah. It's His, like- they're they're watching the they're film. They're showing one of her movies on this. It, it's like her on the screen, and she's I, I guess turns out to be an ex actress, something which they don't mention anywhere else other than in this context. Because yeah. they're showing one of her old mo- black and white movies up on the screen. And she comes back dramatically running through. I don't know how she got in, because again, guys, goes have to Well, she
0: is a 70-year-old woman who scaled the fences, clearly, a bit. <laughs> the, 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 the hard-wire
1: fences of this uh, cemetery. Anyway, she breaks in. She's like, in. you got to forgive me, because that's all love is. And I'm like, yeah. eh, this is a really yeah, shitty this, apology. Yeah, this really
0: sucks. <laughs> she, like, he doesn't... if This... Uh, I'll get, I'll get onto it. But yeah, basically she just goes, oh yeah, um you have to forgive me and he goes I know I agree <laughs> I've come to realise that I don't know what's happened in the last 20 minutes but yeah. and she's like he's functionally made to apologise to her for just wanting to take like a few hours to think and then she's like this is enough um, alright
1: your feelings but, are valid but, yeah, he,
0: he, but he basically goes you need to love some you need to love I realised you need to love everything of someone which apparently in this case he's functionally saying you need to also." So love the fact that they that they cheat on you. Like you need to love everything about them, even the stuff that's hard to love. I'm like, it's, no, it's, that's not the message here. You could this. Okay, we're, we're not going to come back onto this, but I really get annoyed that this plotline could have been really interesting. I think showing like how it's difficult, but you can get past these sorts of things, and how you can learn to grow and heal would be a really interesting plotline for this sort of movie. But you're trying to do it in 24 hours. You're trying to just show Valentine's Day so you can't do it. So he just has to go, I've changed my mind!
1: I I, Again, I feel this plotline is trying to be the Emma Thompson, uh, Alan Rickman plotline from Love Actually, but turned up. It's an American thing, right? So rather than just being young, they've got to be old because then the betrayal is even worse. And like, this time around, it's she who cheated on him. And you're like, okay, fine, fine, fine. Whatever.
0: Um. So, Tova Grace goes back. He, he, he has Topher a... Tova Grace goes to Hathaway and yeah. is like, I made a cute little card for you. And yes, she's he, like, he t- he takes He takes a photo of her at the door. Um, and then he's I made a card for you. And he opens up the card and it's... Again, they've been dating for two weeks and it is full of Polaroids that they've taken together. Like, cute, lovey Polaroids. And like... Okay, I guess that's the idea that you're going for—that actually, oh, they're super like in depth, and and like they don't want to throw it away. But you've not established that at all, and I think it's extremely weird. I think it's extremely weird that you have taken all of these polaroids of each other when you've been dating for two weeks. But he puts the new one in and is like, "Ah, oh, you know, I've realised you need to love everything about someone, not just, um, not just the things that are easy to love." Uh, and he's again using the word love. They've been dating for two weeks. It's insane. Um. And she gets a call. Uh, and in a moment, that I thought would have been cute of him just being like, no, take it. Come on. <laughs> you,
1: you, what, you <laughs> take it while we're having sex. I mean, that's yeah. the ultimate yeah. He, the he ultimate just co- furiously masturbates. Let's call watching. this guy, okay?
0: <laughs> um, but no, she picks up the phone and goes, oh, are uh, uh, all guys busy? And then she says a horrific line. She says, "Ogre is busy, hangs up the phone and goes, because she's going to make love to her boyfriend. <laughs>
1: Uh, you can't see the face I'm making, but it's one of the uh, uh, horrible, and horrible. And um, I don't want to they... explain any more of this film. Let's talk, let's talk about our feelings in this movie, Jamie. Oh, no, because I,
0: I I know it's been Which a long time. Which ones do you r- want to do? Which ones do you want okay, to do? Okay, so I mean, there line, are lightning all... round of plot lines. Lightning line round. round of plot lines. Because actually, there's. Okay, so I I will say what I like and dislike about this movie and sure. bring in a few plot lines that I sure. think highlight. Basically. The main plot line here sucks. I think Ashton Guthrie and, and Jennifer Garner's plotline it's every fucking trope in the book. And this yeah. was a film that, like, why make a main, why make this kind of movie if you're going to make a main plotline? It feels like they wrote one, they were like, I'm going to write that movie. Oh, fuck. I've only got 40 minutes, right? Let's just do six <laughs> more plot lines. Um, but the surrounding plots, I think there are some relatively interesting ones. So one I really want to highlight that I, I think is completely wasted is Sean Jackson's plot line. Where yes, he's, uh, he's, he's a, um, uh, a football player. He's come to the end of his contract. Uh, and there's big speculation about whether uh, he's going to resign or retire or whatever. And he keeps on talking about how, like, uh, you know, maybe he wants to... He hasn't been able to find love and, you know, he's not been able to do it because he's so busy with work and whatever. And Queen Latifah's is his agent and he's been chatting with her about it. And they're just like, well, you can still find love. And it's like, no, I just, you know, with football, I can't. And then he comes to his, um, his big reveal. He's he's given a press conference. Jamie Foxx is there because he's a sports reporter. Um, uh, and he just goes, look, so the classic thing where people are trying to say they want to spend time with their family, but, I've not been able to do that. I don't have a family. Uh, So that's why I've come to say what I want to say, which is that I'm gay. And so, and then Jamie Foxx asks him, so wait, I'm confused. Are you retiring? He says, no, I'm gay and I'm going to play. And that's all we see of him until the very end of the movie when we find out that Bradley Cooper, who's been on the plane with Julia Roberts the whole time, they've been having a nice little plot line, but Bradley Cooper's really not very important in this movie. But we find out that Bradley Cooper is his boyfriend. And that really means nothing like so. No, they don't even kiss. They're
1: like, they like kiss. I think ex-boyfriend and they're going to reunite. I think they've broken up because yes. he wouldn't come out or whatever.
0: Yeah. Like, but I think the plot again, it, it's maybe in a completely different movie, but the plot sure. line of a, a closeted gay football who's having to struggle because football and sports in general is not accepting of gay people at this time is really interesting. I think that's a fascinating plot line. Mm. That is immediately dropped as soon as he says I'm gay. Yeah, it's just like I'm gay and I'm out. I'm 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 out of the movie and I'm also out. So like really interesting plot line that's just completely completely dropped. Um, I think again, I think the Hector Elizondo plot line I think could be really interesting if you explored it further. Um, I think Queen Latifah great. Um. Uh. I think. I think even Anne Hathaway's. I think Anne Hathaway and Tova Grace's plotline is kind of interesting. If
1: it's just right. I, like, I not to be harsh. I. I think I could agree, but it's just not. It's not. It's not handled well. Concept. At all. I. I. So here's. Here's why I agree with you. Is that like. So like I say, I watch this movie like I think every year, right? Like it's. It's not that conceptually that isn't things here which I can see that have. I, you know, in terms of ideas and merits to them. It's just, I think, more the case that uh, I think they are um, poorly written. And, like, yeah, that's no, kind I of harsh. But like, I, I, they they the are. They're poorly written. And the dialogue's, like, not good. It's not, like, it's not a well-written movie, despite the fact yeah. that, like, I can tell that, like, the idea, because you're right, the idea is hey, cool, let's explore what it means to be a, a gay athlete who has to choose between his career and love. Like, what about if you're a... Um, you know, and it's something which love actually didn't actually end up doing at all exploring other forms of love. Now, again, but in execution then, they go, okay, well, let's tell this story. And they do it in the most, like, bland... Because I think this that's the issue going through all this film is that it feels like a... It is these interesting storylines which have been put through a big studio homogenizer. Yeah. They've taken all of this, like, different flavors and, you know, the, the interesting things about San Francisco, which is different... Oh, that's not San Francisco, sorry. L.A., which is different cultures and... Bit, yeah, people with big identities and dreams and all that kind of crap and it puts it through this big homogenizer and then turns it all into American cheese. Yeah. It's a big block of American cheese.
0: The... The only other plot line that we haven't touched on and that's because it's... Well, there, there's a couple others. But the only other one I want to talk about that we haven't touched on and that's because it's the worst fucking plot line in the whole movie is Taylor Lautner and Taylor Swift's one.
1: Yeah. It's
0: fucking horrible. All Like... Every scene that like, I know you love Taylor Swift as a singer. I'm sorry. She fucking sucks as an actress. She, I She's so bad in every fucking scene she plays. Basically, she's she's a dancer and, yeah. and Taylor Lautner's the, the high school track star. And that's it. They're just in scenes every now and then being those two people. And they're just clearly in there because they're Taylor Swift and Taylor Lautner and they're dating at the time. And they thought it might get young people in and involved. But it's so fucking boring. Nothing happens in that plot line. And both people are giving pretty dog shit performances. Taylor Lautner's not terrible, but Taylor Swift is just awful. And, and it just infuriates me every fucking time they're on screen.
1: Here's, um, here's what yeah. I want to say very quickly. Taylor Swift in this reminds me a lot of seeing. Uh, I think you, I think you may have seen the same production. Uh, Andrew Scott in uh, Hamlet uh, a couple years ago at uh, in London. I'm interested, In which to I plan. mean, okay. Andrew Scott gave this like fantastic performance. Like for me, like revelatory Shakespeare, and yet everyone else in the move, the the everyone else in the show was giving a normal Shakespeare performance. And so there's something kind of weird about that. Where I'm like, well, he's he's doing something very different from the language everyone everyone else is doing, uh, you know, uh to be or not to be, that is the question. You know, they're they're doing Shakespeare. It feels like rhythmically Shakespeare. And Andrew Scott's like, to be or, you know, like you or not, or not <laughs> can like kind of throw I, I I can't do it because 'cause I'm not a good actor, but he's he's throwing it away. He's doing it fantastically. <laughs> and Taylor Swift in this to movie. Be
0: and then pausing <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's just he's just it's the fact that he put it a pause me, after that, the first to be is like Oh my incredible. god,
0: you aren't gonna believe this Andrew Scott's learned how to pause. What no, the but, fuck would
1: you what I know exactly what you mean. But but I, I can't do justice at all. I didn't get a drama school um but what i mean to say is like taylor swiftness is kind of like andrew scott in that she's just giving a performance that does not belong in this film right <laughs> i don't think it's necessarily a bad performance i just think it does not go into this movie which everyone is giving like the bog standard rom- rom- performance taylor swift is too naturalistic she's too close to an actual teenager she's too close to giving it like some kind of weird raw dumb performance that it does not fit in this movie whatsoever someone is someone is performing for a different movie she should be in like a Richard rich movie. Oh my God! Taylor Swift should be the original letter <laughs> movie. Be great, I would love that. Um, and
0: good. then we also have like Jamie Jamie Fox's plotline. Who I think Jamie Fox's character is is kind of fun, but it, his plotline just comes out of nowhere. Yeah. He just suddenly mar- like like gets with the the footballer's it publicist. It just comes out of nowhere. It's really odd because they're
1: both they're both hard workers, and they both don't want. They both you know like they work too hard, and therefore they can't find love. But they find love with someone else who likes fan, yeah. who hates fantasy. Um, Whatever. So
0: yeah, I, I think. My my dis my dis- I I I think I around about sixty minutes in. I thought I was enjoying this film more than I expected, um, and then by the end I was like, no, this movie's dog shit. There's so there's so much there that like could be interesting, and it's just all so poorly written that that I just so don't care. Um, even 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 like Bradley Cooper and Julia Roberts is, um, yeah. like like little like storyline is vaguely interesting. And then it just goes nowhere. Like Bradley Cooper just turns out to be the boyfriend of, of the footballer. And that comes out of nowhere. I will say the payoff of Julie, the whole throughout the movie, Julie Roberts has been saying she's going back to see her husband. Uh, and that's why Bradley Cooper like helps her out because she's only, she's deployed. She's a military woman and um, he, le- and she's only going to be home for like 24 hours. Um, hasn't been home for 11 months. And Bradley Cooper and the, the airport, she's having difficulty. So Bradley Cooper just gives her, his car, which he has—it's never established why he's uber rich—but he just gives her his car and his driver, and she gets home. And it turns out she was actually there to visit her son, uh, who's the annoying shit from the uh, from the other plot line. Um, but I think that 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 pays off relatively well. I think that's sweet and cute. Um, but yeah, just bungled is how i would call this i want i want to take out the whole ashton kutcher and jennifer garner plot line i want to make it more love actually e where there's no real main plot line and i don't even think you need to replace the jennifer uh jennifer garner and ashton kutcher plot line i think you could just use that to flesh out all the other plot lines which are way more fucking interesting
1: yeah no i mean i definitely agree um so let's move into uh, our ratings of this movie. So, of course, when we are uh, rating a yep. movie, we rate based on uh, three, maybe four criteria. We rate based on the movie Out of Five, Anne Hathaway's performance Out of Five, the uh, Anne Hathaway sweetheart Ometer, uh, which is how much we think uh, this movie is kind of indicative of Anne Hathaway being uh, American Sweetheart uh, around this time. And then finally, we decide whether or not it goes into... Uh, our Hathaway stash away. Uh, so in this oh, then... You, uh, you forgot we've we've also got oh, also Anne's, Anne's, mans of course, which we'll get onto. Which is um, us ranking the himbos of uh, Anne Hathaway's uh, <laughs> chronology. It, it, uh, it's a lot of fucking copy. himbos. <laughs> it's a lot um, of himbos. The people at the top are uh, the the, the, the uh, himbos, So we're we're here for that. So of course, uh, talking about giving a rating on this movie out of five. Um, for me, ooh, it's low. It's a it's a low. I don't think I dislike it as much as. Um, like something like Bride Wars, which I think actually just like I, I maintain, I feel Bride Wars is a bit more of a hateful movie, and I yeah. wonder if after Bride Wars, I will ever like dislike an Adam Hathaway movie that much again. Uh, I'm gonna yeah. give this a two. I have fondness for this film. I know that fondness is built up through years of uh, watching it on Valentine's Day when there's nothing else to watch.
0: Um, right. Uh, my favorite part of this movie was the gag reel after the credits, and I think that says a lot that was really the only time i was genuinely having fun um i agree i like it more than bride wars which i gave a 0.5 mm-hmm. i gave passengers a 1.2 Ooh. and i think this is worse than passengers i i i like passengers definitely for me is fully in the so bad it's good but i think they they were going for something they, I, I think what i disliked about passengers was that what they were going for was really weird and didn't quite work but in terms of execution of what they were going for it was really good or not really good but you know it was fine i don't think there's good execution in what they're going for here so i think it's worse than passengers i'm gonna give it a flat one um and way's performance um she she makes me giggle every now and then. It's you know some of her silly accents, I guess, and 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 her her doing the the the, the yeah. I, I don't know. She's not great, but the writing's really poor. I don't know how to. I'm gonna give her a
1: uh, uh, two. Give yeah, her two. same two for this film. It's not appallingly bad. Um, it's just not a good like. After, uh, coming off the back of, like, A Rachel getting married, these kind of films feel a little bit, like, worse by association, if you know what I mean? Like, it's we've seen her give really good performances, we've seen her in really interesting films, and this is one for the bank, you know? There's th- th- the kind of same thing of, like, you do one for me, one for them, and this is very much one for them kind of thing.
0: Yeah, and Anne Hathaway seems to be currently on Jacob, right, I'll do one for them and four for nobody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, right, uh, next, uh we've of course got the uh, Anne Hathaway sweetheartometer. How much of America's sweetheart is Anne Hathaway in this film um oh it's, it's I don't think it's high I don't I think look, it's high ah
1: cause conversely, I do think it's high. I'd give this like Ooh. a three or four because it makes because because think how much money this made just in America I think this is i you know i I think she is definitely of the movie one of two sweethearts Jennifer Garner be the other one Jennifer Garner obviously being the uh the ultimate America sweetheart uh but uh so I I, I think you're gonna, go gonna, gonna, gonna go three go or four. four
0: see here's my issue I think mo- America doesn't like sex workers I think America Ooh. they're they're very judgmental they're very regressive sorry to all our American listeners but I think ah, yes. t- I think ah, yes. in 2010 the United
1: Kingdom <laughs> notoriously great for its treatment <laughs> of sex workers yes, so well, people to t- as Jack the Ripper right yeah I'm sure.
0: going <laughs> to t- I'm going to take the high ground here um, um, I think in 2010 I think they're on Topher Grace's side for 10 minutes going yeah fuck Anne Hathaway um, I think we are also getting relatively close to the time where America starts to hate Anne Hathaway for no real reason uh, which is exciting um i'm gonna give her a a 2.5 i agree with you i think she within the world world of the film she's like one of the two characters along with jennifer garner that you really want to root for um then we've got Anne's mans and boy tofa you fumbled the bag i was on his like Fine, he comes round in yeah. the end, but like he has a real bad reaction. I was on his side, I thought he was a sweet, charming bloke with obviously a fucking sexy bod, which apparently does just create a separation in my list. If you are hot, you're relatively in the top half, if you're not, yeah, you're in the bottom half. So, yeah. Um, but he really fumbles the bag there because he has no reason to react the way he does. And he doesn't justify it by coming back and being even weirder and going, I love you person that I've been dating for two Man. weeks. So um, I, I think he's, he's clingy. Uh, he, he's, he's a clingy arsehole. Uh, yeah. So he's going to go surprisingly low. Um, uh, I Honestly, uh, I, I'm going to pop him below max power and get smart. That put, that puts him quite low. He, He's just above the ghost from Passengers and Chris Pratt in Bride Wars. So, I, yeah, I, I didn't, I really didn't like him. I think, I think Anne Hathaway absolutely deserves better. And she should not be making love to her boyfriend tonight.
1: Uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, when he said that uh, thing, he said it with a lot of venom so uh, that's what I'm going to put him down on my list as I'm actually going to put him above Chris Pratt but below Nicholas Nickleby Nicholas Nickleby is actually the like bottom of Acceptable Boys which is to say I didn't like the performance but at least he really likes Anna Hathaway in this movie whereas uh, Venom in this uh, w- was not cool however, you know, better than Chris Pratt with like a-, a bunch of fucking reply guys underneath because he apologised <laughs> so, you know, he's better than those people um, um, so yeah, that's where he goes so Jamie, that, I've, got, I've yeah. got an anagram
0: Oh, I forgot about our anagrams. I forgot about, oh, that sucks because mine are bad. Um, uh, actually, no, I, I, I got, I had one and I've just realized how I'm actually going to link it to the movie.
1: I've got so, one. I think I've, it's pretty good.
0: I've got sad tale. That's nothing. I just got sad oh. tale. and oh. uh, But I've got my one that I'm suddenly linking to the movie very well. Um, yeah. Of course, we discussed how Topher Grace and, and Anne Hathaway, they're at dinner. She gets a call and, and then she, uh, she goes away for, for 40 odd minutes. And that's a pretty long time when you're having dinner. So I guess that would be a bit of a stale dine.
1: Oh, so here's, here's mine. Here's mine. Uh, of course, uh, you know, Valentine's Day, the most capitalist of all holidays, I guess with Christmas coming out number two, which means that if you were a communist, uh, you would view Valentine's Day as an evil date.
0: Oh, that is good. Why did I not use date, idiot, moron? I am Alexander, absolute moron.
1: What a dumb. I, I feel
0: like we didn't actually say it. Um, that's that's our segment where we turn the title of this movie into an anagram describing the plot. Um, I hope you figured that out. Um, uh, so I'm I'm going to say my answer which is going to be very obvious. Uh, I am not stashing away this film. Uh, this is this is not in so bad it's good territory for me. Uh, I I I had moments where I was enjoying it, but I, it's poorly written. And as I say, I, I feel like it bungles a lot of really interesting plot lines, which disappoints me. But this is a movie, Alexander, that, as you say, you, you've probably watched oh, nigh on 15 to 20 times at this point. Yeah. Are you going to stash away this film? Is this the film that you believe is going to galvanize humanity? We do have to say love does power all that's true this could true. be I,
1: enough here's my issue with this this i think if you watch any movie and what i've realized is this is like if you watch enough a movie you think is so bad it's good enough times eventually it stops being funny but also you stop seeing the worst parts of it if you know what i mean like intellectually you know them but you no longer feel them it sort of like just flattens out everything for you and so the honest thing for this movie is, like, I like watching it on Valentine's Day with my girlfriend. It is a stupid way to, like, be like, how isn't Valentine's Day dumb, all right? That is the enjoyment of it. Watching it not around Valentine's Day, I had very little interest uh, <laughs> in it. Um, the, and, again, I think I've just seen it too many times. It's the same way I feel about a lot of friends now, right? Like, I intellectually know – actually, I was thinking about this earlier. The way I most think about it is when you do a play and there are scenes where some a joke is meant to be funny – you get to it and someone tells the joke and you don't laugh anymore. And you're like, you have to kind of sit there and ask yourself, is it that this is less funny than it used to be? Or is it just that I've seen it too many times? And sometimes an actor reaches too hard on that because, they, because they're because they not getting the reaction. They are pushing it further and further. And that's not good. And this for me, I, I think it's just it has been flattened out. So the honest answer is no, I'm not going to put this in my Hathaway statue this time.
0: Interesting. That has got to be the movie that you have watched the most times (laughs) to not go in uh, your stash away. Uh, Fantastic. Well, when we don't stash away a film, we, of course, have to decide what we are going to present in its stead this week uh, in order to uh, galvanise humanity to fight back against the aliens. What's going to keep people fighting for one more week? Of course, Alexander, as always, I have not thought so. You can go first.
1: Uh, Sure. Uh, Well, as I have chosen not to put a film that uh, gestures towards romance uh, into the stash I will go for sincerity and uh, put my partner Alyssa, love of my life. uh, I think
0: you've already you already did that. You've Uh, no, you've definitely no. I don't think I have definitely already done that because I
1: remember getting criticised by Alyssa for it. Uh, yes, put, and I mean then you did it. it. And I, oh, I, think, I think very right, specifically, well, I remember that twice. I... Can't put you in twice. <laughs> yeah, I right was... I, you thought I months. was going to put Ellen in. So you t- yeah. you
0: got in there and I'm going to listen. Um,
1: yeah, fine, fine, fine. Uh, I'll put... Uh, ooh, uh, I, do, I don't know why I didn't just like let you get away with it rather
0: than just watch. causing this fucking dead air while neither oh, of us know what yeah, we're going to fucking Jamie. say.
1: What else do I romantically like? Um, you know, I really like romantically like um. There must be a movie. Oh Christ! You put your yours. Okay, you know, I've just
0: I have figured out mine. Um, don't you? I'm going to present a bucket, Alexander, a bucket. Uh, because earlier this week, I spilled. Uh. Well, I I didn't spill. Not to call out my flatmates, but maybe they accidentally put uh, liquids in the bin, and so when I t- went to take the bin out, it spilled all over the place on our floors. Whatever, our floors are hardwood, uh, and uh, I needed to um, get a mop bucket in order to uh, properly clean them. Uh, and so I went down to Sainsbury's and I bought a bucket, uh, and I used it for its purpose on that day. Absolutely fine. But this week, the United Kingdom allowed uh it re- relaxed itself a little bit and would allow people to meet outside in groups of six socially distanced. and so i took that bucket i put some ice in it i put some frosty cold beverages and this week i met with human beings Aww. outside on the riverbank with a, a, a bucket of frosty cold beers And you know what, at the time it was just fine, it was great. Recollecting it now, I am getting a little bit teary. (laughs) Just the idea that I was able to actually see people in person this week, and I do realize that as someone who has not seen his friends nor family for well over a year, uh, belabouring this point a little bit was perhaps slightly mean. So I will be putting a bucket. (laughs) That's all I'll say. I would like to retract it, and all I'm saying is I'm putting a a bucket
1: since I've uh, been in a room with uh, anyone uh, who I love uh say for uh alissa uh so yeah yeah you yeah, know cool so i'm gonna put something <laughs> i love now put something romantically interesting i'll put my xbox in jamie because <laughs> i have a good relationship with my xbox that's right okay playing some outriders which i got for free or mlb the show which will come with game pass that's right guys i love this and eventually uh, oh what's that canada isn't uh, astrazeneca for people under 55 great 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 i will definitely get a vaccine before august maybe unlikely highly unlikely i will not be seeing my family until september money is on it right that's this uh, week bitches feel, all right see feel you next like week. my lovely my
0: lovely story about how i had fun this week slightly brought the end of the podcast down so next week you can join us when i won't stick my fit firmly in arm and my mouth but we will be discussing you, uh, oh fuck oh oh shit I can't tell which one's in order. Uh, we're gonna be doing Alice in Wonderland next week. I thought we were oh doing God. Love and Other Drugs. We're doing Alice in Wonderland next week. The Tim Burton Alice in Wonderland. So join us uh, for that delightful fantasy. And in the meantime, do all the shit you do. Al doesn't want to say anything
1: because he's fuming. So uh, for me,
0: Jamie I'm my ghost, Alice, what am I in the bank?
1: It's been a long day without you, my friend. Sorry. I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. Sorry. When I see you again, and then I I ride off in a, a sports car. I haven't seen the Fast <laughs> and Furious films, but I know he just like CGI rides off. <laughs> you you, up you, into you the know sunset. that there's a sports car. That's a you sports got a car, closer. and he just glides. I'll be fast. You be furious. That's the the, the, the he's, he's 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 um Vin Furious, right? And then his pool uh, Yeah, pull And fast.
0: and Alyssa can be eight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, it's fast eight. Fuck, not to fast and furious. Like, shit. Fuck. Bye. Anyway,
1: yeah. Bye.
0: <laughs> Blank
2: spank.